You are Colonio and Colonia, the thief and the trickster. You are yourself, whole, but you are also your own brother and your own sister. You are two, but which one of you is the trickster and which one of you is the thief is sometimes difficult even for you to tell. You are one and the same, but two totally different beings, but the same one. And you have stolen Bav the Planter's magic bag. The bag which contains the seeds for every tree, the pollen for all of the flowers, and the spores of any mushrooms. This is the sack that Bav carries around the world, sowing the beginnings of all things. But you took it, while Bav slept soundly. The wine you gave him, and the sleeping root you put in the wine, certainly had nothing to do with the soundness of his sleep. It was his fault for falling for such a simple trick. But sleeping root wears off quickly when used on a god, and maybe you didn't think that part of the plan all the way through. From far across the world, which is no distance at all for a god, you hear Bav's deep, furious bellowing. So now you hold Bav's bag. What would you like to do? Stash it. So you want to stash it? Where would you like to hide it? I want to stash it at Torva's house. <laughs> One of the things, because you are Colonio and Colonia... You have two bodies to play with. Cool. So you can be in two places at once. So do you want to send one part of yourself up the, to stash it? Yeah, I think I want to send Colonia. Okay. And so, okay, no, let me ask you just some questions about sure. this bag and what's inside of it. Mm -hmm. So it's got seeds for all the plants and the mushrooms and shit. It's got seeds for every plant, every mushroom, anything that you need to plant a seed for. Now, you can plant them anywhere. And when Mila, the grower, steps on that ground, whatever you plant will spring up. Now, how quickly does that process take place? Uh, it depends on if you can get Mila to get to be there. I think I'm going to just like dump all of the seeds out. <laughs> just in one big pile? Yeah. I mean, it's an endless bag, so you can just keep dumping. So I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sneak into Torva's like home, like his personal, his most personal of spaces. Okay. So Colonia, you take the bag of seeds up the mountain to Torvis jaw into his lair down into his most personal quarters where he keeps the landmarks of all of his most glorious victories and I'm going to tie a rope from the ceiling to the bottom of the bag so that it is continuously <laughs> just endlessly seeds and, and things are coming out and filling up his, his home okay so that's what Colonia is doing what is Colonio doing Probably covering, covering her tracks. He's distracting Bav. Okay, so Bav is upon Colonio in mere minutes. Right. Bellowing, where is my bag? Which bag? Bav comes crashing through the trees. He is 20 feet tall. Smaller than most giants, but larger than most men. He pushes trees out of the way as though they were mere blades of grass as he storms through the forest toward you and looms over your admittedly tinier form. You know what bag. You took it, thief. There are a lot of bags in the world. And only one contains the seeds of all things. Where... And he reaches down and grabs you in one of his enormous hands. He brings you up to his face and looks you dead in the eye. Is my bag. 
I think I saw Torva running around with it. What? You have given it to Torva? I didn't give any bags to anybody. I think he took it. You think? You were the last one who had it. Prove it. I throw a smoke bomb on the ground. I disappear. (laughs) (laughs) So you, from up in Bab's hand, (laughs) throw down a... It goes down to the ground. It falls 20 feet to the ground. (laughs) And the plume of smoke just erupts from the ground and you slip through Bab's fingers and into the smoke. Uh, And you are free from Bab for the moment. Meanwhile, back at Torva's jaw, his trophy room is about half full of seeds. What would you like to do? Go for a swim in the seeds. (laughs) Okay. All right. And then I'm going to promptly leave. Okay. And you're just, you're out of there. Yes. Okay. So after you have vanished from this room full of seeds, the pounding footsteps of the God of Conquerors echo through the chamber. He comes down the stairs, but the stairs are rather shorter than he remembered them, and he looks down to see seeds and spores, and, well, isn't this an interesting turn of events? So, Colonio and Colonia, you are both free at the moment. Colonio is currently rising as smoke into the air. Colonia has, you know, vanished, as she does. What would you like to do next? I want to, I think we want to join up. I also want to get Mila. Okay. So you travel the world all the while behind you, hearing the boom, boom, boom of the enormous god who still chases you. (laughs) And you find Mila where you can often find her, wherever it is spring. And she is in a forest glen, walking across a barren patch of earth, and everywhere she steps, plants sprout up from underneath her feet, and the beautiful green gown she wears just trails plants and flowers as she walks. And she does not see you coming. Uh, I want to call out to her. Mila! Mila looks at you. At the two of you, at the one of you. It's always very hard to tell how many there are. Trickster, thief, what... Why are you here? How How would you you like like to turn turn Torva's house house into a big forest full of smelly shit? I... What? What are you talking about? I would relish any chance to spite Torva, but... What have you done? I may have dumped Bav's whole bag of seeds into Torva's room and house and all of it. I see. And you would like me to go there to grow all of these seeds. We nod. One of you must come with me if I'm to do this. I don't believe I have the requisite stealth to infiltrate his home. Okay. Colonio steps out and says, The magic man will go with you. (sighs) All right, then. Take me there. All right. So you return to Torva's jaw. 
and to his trophy room where you planted these seeds with Mila in tow. And you come to this room, and the second that Mila steps in, everything bursts into life. It is an explosion. Trees shoot out from dense undergrowth and burst through the ceiling. Vines twine around doorways and statues and paintings. Uh, How big is it? Is it visible from a distance? Yes. Okay. It is chaos. It is pandemonium. There are mushrooms growing out of the walls, the ceilings, the floors. You even find a mushroom growing out of your own arm. You take it, bite it. It's very tasty. Uh, But one thing you don't see is Bav's bag, which you tied to the ceiling. Eh. I would like to cast many little light magics upon all of the trees mm-hmm. um, so that everybody can see this beautiful glowing forest full of lights. And I like to also hang little baubles on the trees. <laughs> oh. Mila, as you do this, she puts a hand to her chest and she gasps. Thief, it is beautiful what you've done, but... Where is my brother's bag? Well, I left it here. And it's not here anymore. Nope. Her expression of wonderment and awe fades very quickly (laughs) and turns to fear and rage. Cool. She grows in your vision, growing taller, wider, darker. As a mantle of green darkness surrounds you. You will find that bag, trickster. It's hey, hey, it's fine. Torva probably has it. I'm sure he's taking great care you of it. You will take it back. And the trees around you begin to die. And the trees. It begins to grow very cold. Mila withdraws very suddenly. And you can see snow is coming in from outside. And when you draw back from the mountain and look at the world from a wider view, you see no green at all. From the other side of the world, you see a jet of lava come from a mountain. What would you like to do? Okay, so I think my my, uh, other body wants to go over there and check it out. Check it out? Yeah. So you, as you're going, you just keep seeing everything dying. All of the plants are dying. Snow begins to fall from the sky. It seems that Mila, in her rage, has withdrawn all growth from this world. And so you go to this volcano and you see Torva there emptying seeds from the bag. Into the volcano? Yeah. Ugh. He sucks. Ugh. Okay, I get up there and I say, hey, idiot. Ha! You left me such a gift, Colonia. I must thank you. And he looks down into this pit of lava where you see things beginning to grow out of it. Black vines begin to twine up from the base of the volcano. And trees with dark red leaves come crawling up from the lava. Look! Are they not beautiful? They're pretty ugly. 
I want to conjure uh, an image of another bag mm-hmm. in my hands and begin to dump it next to him. Like we're just two bros, <laughs> just like, two bros dumping our bags together. And I want to say, you're going to be holding that for like a pretty long time. You know, time. When have you began to care about time? I'm just saying, like, don't you have stuff to do? Like, kill people, conquer worlds, you know? It's all about the long game, my friend. And as he's talking, more things are starting to grow out of this lava. And he then lets go of the bag, and it continues to pour on its own as he descends into the crater of the volcano and begins to pull plants out of it. I want to grab the bag. Okay. I grab the bag, and uh, I want to have an illusion occur such that Torva cannot see the sky. So, like, a plume of smoke? So, yeah, like, so that, like, I want I want him to be shrouded in darkness, and mm-hmm. also I want the volcano to be exploding around him. Okay. Like, he's trapped inside the volcano. The caldera is, like, there's no top. And Torva looks up to see that the top of the volcano has closed, and there's smoke all around him. And as you leave him there, you hear him laughing. I don't like him. I run away! As you run away, you see in the distance another spurt of lava erupt from this volcano. And this is a real one, not one that you've created. And the lava pours over the side of the mountain, and with it, you see... These dark plants begin to take root along the valley underneath. Bright red leaves, bright red grass. It looks as though the entire side of this mountain has been soaked in blood. And these are the red fields, which still hinder travelers to this day. (coughs) But you have Bav's bag back, and you can bring it back to Mila and make your forest again. Okay, I do that. So you take the bag back to Mila, where last you saw her in Torva's jaw, and as soon as the bag returns to that forest, the life begins to come back. And for you, this has been minutes, hours, but of course, time works differently for a god. And for mortals, it has been a full season without life. However, as you begin to hang the lights on the trees, the baubles. Sprouts begin to come from the ground. The trees of the world begin to regain their color. Little flowers begin to bloom, purple ones, that people now call Colonio's Folly. (laughs) They are the first sign of spring. And every year, people remember Colonio's Folly. By putting up lights and baubles in the trees to remember that just because you screw up one thing doesn't mean you've screwed up everything, usually, (laughs) this time. Hello, and Merry Christmas to those of you who celebrate it, and happy you probably didn't have to go to work today, day to everyone else. 
We really hope you enjoyed this lore vignette that Caitlin did a wonderful job of role-playing and Kat did an amazing job of DMing-ish. Not that they were playing Dungeons & Dragons, but you get the idea. Um, If you liked this and you would like to hear more of it, we have two additional lore episodes on our Patreon for $3 a month and more donors. This is going to be our last post of the year, and we just really want to say thank you guys so much for all your support. We have been blown away that we've been able to do this much in our first year of podcasting and that we've been able to drum up an audience that's as awesome as you guys are. Your support really means a lot, and the fact that you guys are going out and telling your friends and acquaintances and whoever else you think will be interested about our podcast is pretty incredible. So thank you guys so much for that. If you'd like to hear uh, a really funny, good bonus episode that's edited not by me, you can also find that on Patreon. Again, $3 a month and more. That's our you know bonus episode level. It, it takes place just after the end of Arc 2, So if you want to figure out what the Guardians were doing during that time, and also if you want to hear the four of us play a game of Dame's Bingo, where we tried to predict what the other people will do during the game, (laughs) then you can feast your ears, my friends. That'll be up on January 8th. And then for everybody on this main RSS feed, the first episode of Arc 3 is going to be up on January 15th. So that is one week after the bonus episode is released. We are really excited about the new arc. We have some cool guests coming up, some interesting plot lines, a lot of really crazy plans <laughs> that go perfectly and it's it's really fun so we're really excited for you guys to hear it and enjoy it as much as we have been i also want to tell you a little bit about our sponsors for this episode first of all we have the creature codex from cobalt press cobalt press has just launched a kickstarter for the 5e creature codex which is a sequel to their original tome of beasts the creature codex will be hardcover with beautiful full color art it brings more than 300 new monsters to 5th edition, including Lotus Golems, Wasteland Dragons, and Shadow Goblins. All backers of the Creature Codex on Kickstarter can submit an original monster design for possible publication, by the way. So if you've got some cool ideas, you might even see it in that beautiful full-color artwork. In addition to the Codex, the Kickstarter will fund the creation of monster ponds, encounter maps, and more. This Kickstarter is going to run until January 5th, so make sure you get in on it now to get your chance to reserve a beautiful hardcover copy of the Creature Codex and to submit your own idea. If you would like to back this Kickstarter, please search for the Creature Codex on Kickstarter or look for the link in the show notes of this episode. Our next sponsor is Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly mystery crate that delivers the best in geek and gaming gear. From collectibles, apparel, tech gadgets, art, and other epic gear, it's like Comic-Con in a box. But without any of the bad stuff about Comic-Con. Do you have to wait in line? No. Do you have to talk to people who are scary to you? No. 
And for you, beautiful listeners of Dames and Dragons, Loot Crate is offering an opportunity to save 10% on any new subscription. So if you go to www.trylootcrate.com slash DSPN and use the promo code BRIDGE10, you will get 10% savings on that new subscription. You can get merch from Star Trek, Daredevil, Labyrinth, Vikings, Fallout, Bioshock, Rick and Morty, Futurama, Harley Quinn, Archer, Doctor Strange, Game of Thrones, and Assassin's Creed, among many more. So if you sign up for Loot Crate, you are going to get some dope merch. And if you use our promo code, once again, that's 10% off. So go to trylootcrate.com DSPN and use the promo code BRIDGE10. Again, happy holidays, you guys. Hope you're having great ones, and we'll see you next year.